is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen. Tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time for the Jets-Browns postgame report. The Jets lose this one. Final score 37-20 in Cleveland. The Jets falling to 6-10, guaranteeing their fourth straight season of double-digit losses. The Browns, on the other hand, clinch a playoff spot behind the performance of, yep, you guessed it, Joe Flacco, what a turn this season has taken. And so to break it all down with me, my buddy Walter Cherpinski, the owner and founder of WalterFootball.com. Walt, as I said to you before we started recording, this was a football game. That's really the best way I could describe it. It was a football game. Uh, they had some nice betting opportunities, uh, as I told you before we started recording. Uh, had the Browns and uh, the Jerome Ford over rushing yards, uh, which hit in the second quarter, which is nice. But it was, yeah, it was an ugly game for the Jets, but couldn't really uh, be surprised by it because you had Trevor Simeon, basically a fourth-string quarterback against a top defense. Uh, just felt like it was a really rough matchup for the Jets, you know, especially with their offensive line struggling. Uh, even with the Browns have, not having Amari Cooper, uh, they were still able to get the job done. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a football game, as you said. And thanks for having me on, Scott. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure having you, Walt, and I'm glad we could break this down Constant mistakes both sides, but only one team was able to take advantage enough times, and that, of course, was the Browns. And it's funny, 
We're going to get to what the Browns did on offense in a little bit, but I want to start with the Jets on offense, and I want to talk about what you said with Trevor Simeon. He was going up against a tremendous Cleveland Browns defense, only turned the ball over once on an interception. Of course, the Jets turned it over on a fumble via Xavier Gibson on a return one time as well, but for the second week in a row, Trevor Simeon threw numerous passes that probably should have been intercepted and weren't, so he got kind of lucky. If you look at his box score stats, they don't look that bad, Walt. 32 of 45, 261 yards, a touchdown and an interception. But he was very, very bad in this game, make no mistake. The first drive, they went right down the field, got a touchdown behind Brees Hall. But the rest of the way, this offense was pretty much lifeless. The only other touchdown the Jets had in this game was a pick six by Jermaine Johnson, a fantastic play. And Jermaine Johnson's had a really nice year this year, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Brees Hall, the star of this game offensively for the Jets, 13 carries, 84 yards, and then catching the ball, nine receptions for 42 yards and a touchdown. So well over 100 all-purpose yards. The other story here offensively is the fact that Garrett Wilson, after getting five catches for 50 yards, eclipsed 1,000 yards for the second year in a row, 1,008 right now on the season. It's an incredible feat when you consider the fact that the Jets have had such bad quarterback play since he's been here. To do it two years in a row is a heck of an accomplishment for him. We should also talk, Walter, about the offensive line. Not the best job in the world. Trevor Simeon only got sacked a couple times. Probably should have been a lot more, but he was pressured quite a bit. Miles Garrett going up against Mekhi Becton. Look, I always liked Mekhi Becton. I was bullish on him coming out of Louisville. The injuries took their toll, and I don't know if he's playing hurt. I don't know if it's just a matter of him straight up struggling. Whatever it is, he's been bad the last couple of weeks, and this was a terrible performance by him. Miles Garrett was killing him the entire game. I believe he had five false start penalties in this game, and Miles Garrett was getting past him constantly. Felt like just about every single time they went up against each other. It's going to happen to a lot of guys because Miles Garrett is that good. But if you're going to be a left tackle in the NFL, you've got to at least be better than what Becton was tonight. Just a horror show. We already know that the Jets have a lot of work to do in the offseason on the offensive line. Lake and Tomlinson, terrible. Again, they're going to be stuck with him, unfortunately. This is another example of why the Jets are not just Aaron Rodgers being healthy away from doing something next year. They have got to get the offensive line fixed. And we can talk about the weapons at a later time. But really, the offensive line did a poor job here. Trevor Simeon is Trevor Simeon. We saw a nice game from Brees Hall. Garrett Wilson got to over 1,000 yards. That's really all you can say in terms of the offensive performance in this game. Right, Walt? Yeah, I mean, their offense is very consolidated to Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. And uh, Brees Hall was incredible, you know, especially in fantasy. Uh, if you're playing a PPR, he had nine catches. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot of uh, PPR points there. Um, it's obviously great in DraftKings, and uh, he was in the winning lineup. So um, it, it wasn't a surprise that Brees Hall had such a big game um, because because uh, Trevor Simeon is someone who's going to dump the ball uh, off to his running back quite often because he just doesn't he just doesn't have the physical tools to attack downfield very often, especially against an elite defense like this. So yeah, Brees Hall catching nine passes was not a surprise at all. Uh, and Garrett Wilson getting five for fifty, uh, and he, he had I think he had a negative one on rushing. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd say like, you know, pretty mediocre game for Garrett Wilson. And it, it does, it is pretty telling that he's able to get a thousand yards plus 
in the regular season in two two straight seasons, despite the awful quarterbacking. Now, except for those four snaps that we saw from Aaron Rodgers, we had a uh, pretty terrible quarterbacking for the past two years. And, uh, you know, I, I think that if Rodgers can stay healthy next year behind a better offensive line, you're going to see Garrett Wilson really take off. And I, I love them in fantasy this year because I, I assume that Rodgers is going to be around more often uh, for you know, for Garrett Wilson, but that was not the case, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty promising. I mean, Garrett Wilson's a stud. Like, he's going to be great in the future. Uh, he's already really good now, but like he's gonna be, he's gonna take it to another level once he has the elite quarterbacking. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, and also Brees Hall, like he's he's capable of breaking a long touchdown any any point. So yeah, they they have two great offensive uh, playmakers uh, as as a starting point. But as you said, they have a lot of work to do with the offensive line. Luckily, this draft class is loaded with offensive tackle talent. So. You know, if if they get a great draft choice, they might get their uh their their pick of the litter as, as far as tackles is concerned. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh you know as bleak as it is right now, I, I think the future is bright, uh, the immediate future at least. Um, we'll see what happens after Rogers retires, but at least uh, next year, um, I assume that they can get an upgrade in the draft with a tackle if they get another offensive lineman in free agency. Suddenly, they're going to look pretty good, and and also they, they need a number two receiver as well. So uh, again, there's there's a lot of work to be done on offense, but they have the means to do it. And uh, yeah, I think that um, as as bad as things are right now, I think next year is still promising. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Another one of the major culprits in this game was Nathaniel Hackett, who called a terrible game. And especially at the end when the Jets were way behind, he's calling these ridiculous screen passes. As you said, I know that Trevor Simeon is somewhat limited, but at a certain point, you got to throw caution to the wind. There's no other way to have any chance to win a game like this late in the game when you're down multiple scores. Nathaniel Hackett continues to puzzle just about everybody. I will say this, Walter, as we move over to what happened on the other side of the ball. I think if you would have gone up to somebody at the beginning of the year and you would have said, the Jets have not allowed a 300-yard passer since week 17 of the 2021 season. They will not allow another one. 
until week 16 of the 2023 season, which quarterback do you think is going to be the one to do it? I'm going to go ahead and guess that quarterback that would not have been anybody's choice is Joe Flacco, who about a month ago was sitting on the couch. He's gotten relatively hot. Now, we both know from watching these games, and even if you look at the box score, you can sort of see it. Flacco, as I said on Twitter, has turned into late-stage Vinny Testaverde. And what I mean by that is he's still got arm talent. He can still make some really nice throws, but there's like four to six times a game where you see him do something and you say, what was he even trying to do there? He had one bad interception that ended up being taken to the house, as I said before, by Jermaine Johnson. He had a fumble and he had multiple other passes that very easily could have gotten picked. In fact, there were two of them that bounced off Jets defenders. There was another one where Flacco threw into quadruple coverage. I have no idea what he was even thinking there, but still effective enough. 309 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception on 19 of 29. Did almost nothing in the second half because he really didn't have to. The Browns were playing from ahead and the Jets really couldn't do much on offense. So the Browns just kept it moving. Jerome Ford had a nice day. As you said, Walter, you want a nice prop bet with Ford going over the rushing yards. 12 for 64, Kareem Hunt getting himself a touchdown as well. And offensively, as far as the Browns passing game went, it was all about David and Joku. Six catches, 134 yards, just unstoppable. And how about this? Joe Flacco throwing a touchdown pass to Elijah Moore in the year 2023 in Cleveland. Who would have thought that? Five catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown for Elijah Moore. This is why I tweeted out, Joe Flacco to Elijah Moore for the touchdown gives the Jets a lead of, wait a second, sorry, wrong year. Because last year you easily could have seen that combination, but it would have been on the Jets. Should also add, by the way, with Jerome Ford, not only did he have 64 yards rushing on 12 carries for 5.3 yards per, he also was able to get two touchdowns, receiving two receptions for 57 yards. The Jets' defense was just not very good. And this is the third straight week that they had a rough time. They were bad against the Dolphins. They were bad again on Sunday against Washington. Got carved up by Jacoby Brissett, who led three straight touchdown drives against the Jets in the fourth quarter. And then today, Joe Flacco and the Browns putting up all kinds of yardage, getting into the end zone numerous times. There was a pick six by Ronnie Hickman. I should say that was the interception that Trevor Simeon threw. But still, overall, most of the points coming from the Browns offense and the Browns did what they needed to do on offense, and they did what they needed to do with their elite defense, too. Overall, a good enough performance for them to clinch a playoff spot and for the Jets, of course, to clinch their fourth straight year with double-digit losses. The Jets' defense did not look super interested in playing hard uh, tonight, and I, I think that you could have said the same thing ab about the performance against Washington last week where they, uh, in the second half they just allowed a ton of yards to Jacoby Brissett. You know, and I kind of really don't blame them. Uh, they were eliminated from the playoffs uh, a couple weeks ago now, and um, th that Washington game was the first game in which they were playing where they had zero percent chance of making the playoffs. So, I, I thought I was on I was on your show last week, and I thought that um, I, I liked Washington to cover the spread because I thought that the Jets would be flat uh, now that they were eliminated from the playoffs, and um, it looked bad that that looked bad for a while, but it, it ended up winning. Um, and I, I think that we saw kind of remnants of that tonight. And usually, like, these Thursday games are a little misleading. I, I think the, the Thursday games really benefit the superior team 
And you can look at the, uh, the, the trend records as far as uh, teams covering the spread to, to verify this. Um, the, the, the superior team, if one team is a lot better than the other, uh, they usually do, do very well on Thursday night because the inferior team, team needs, needs more uh, practice time to develop a great game plan to overcome the talent level. And they don't have that on three days of uh, preparation. I mean, these teams basically don't even practice, really, heading into the Thursday game. It's just like really, really terrible scheduling by the NFL. It's just something that needs to change. But, well, you know, regardless, it's like, yeah, the Jets were kind of screwed over by this uh, the schedule situation here. But in, in the end, it's better for them that they would lose. So can't really complain about it too much. So, um, yeah, I, I think that the, Jet, the the defense was unusually bad. I, th- I think if the Jets, if this game meant a lot to the Jets and they had time to prepare, I think you would have seen a much better better performance. Like you wouldn't have seen Joe Flacco throw for 300 yards. Um, and uh, it was still still bizarre though. Joe Flacco throwing for 300 yards without his top receiver being the first quarterback to do so in uh, in about two years. And I, I think if you told someone that Joe Flacco would give the other team 300 yards uh, a, a year ago, you, you may have wondered, oh, did he throw enough interceptions that the other team would have uh, 300 yards in returning? Uh, for those interceptions, I, I think that's where what someone would say last year. But this is this is a bizarre turn of events to say the least. That uh, Joe Flacco to Elijah Moore is is the thing that gave the Browns a uh, a, a playoff berth tonight against the Jets. Uh, so it is it is strange. And to go back to what you said real quick about uh, Nathaniel Hackett, I, I thought that there was there's one very strange uh, situation where we had tonight. It was in the fourth quarter. I think it was a fourth and seven, and there was the Jets were around midfield. And they were down seven. I think they were still down seventeen at this point. It's thirty-seven twenty, if I remember correctly, or maybe maybe it was thirty-four twenty. Yeah, but uh, regardless, um, the, the the Jets were going to go for it on fourth and seven, and then they had a false start or something, and it went to fourth and twelve, and then they decided to punt. And I thought there there was like not enough time to to get three three scores, and I was like, is five yards really that much of a difference that you would you'd change your whole thinking? Uh, it didn't make any sense at all. Like if it was, this is early in the game, it's like fourth and one to fourth and six. Sure, obviously you would you would punt, but at that stage of the game, you need a score. And like, who cares if if you don't convert? Like the game's over regardless. So I I, I don't know. I thought the coaching was uh, pretty poor overall uh, for the Jets tonight. No question about it. Terrible coaching. Eleven penalties. This has been a persistent problem, as you said. Questionable decision making. Punting on that fourth and 12 when there was no way they were going to have enough time to get three scores. You could go on and on down the line. The fact that the team looked straight up dead coming out tonight had no life to them. Just a horrendous performance by Salah and Ulbrich and, of course, Nathaniel Hackett. As we go inside the press room, Robert Salas said he appreciated the way the guys fought in the second half. Sure, I guess, whatever. It's more like the Browns just took their foot off the gas. I think we all kind of recognize that. Salah on the penalties. I got to figure that out. Dude, it's year number three for you. You're at the end of your third year as a head coach. How have you not figured this out by now? You do not get this steep of a learning curve. I'm sorry. Salah asked why he's not angrier. His response, what do you want me to do? Throw the podium on the floor. Actually, yes, I would like to see that because at least it would create a funny viral moment. Joe Flacco was missing his best receiver, Amari Cooper. The plan apparently was for the Jets to try something they hadn't done all year in this game. Sauce Gardner was going to trail Amari Cooper, but Cooper ended up not playing, so that didn't happen. 
Gardner on Flacco being the first quarterback to throw for 300 yards against the Jets since Tom Brady did it at the end of 2021. Quote, if I had to pick anybody, he wouldn't be the guy I'd think would do it, but he did a great job today. Asked why Sauce pointed out that Flacco wasn't even on a team a month ago. So, of course, it would be a surprise to him that he would be the one to do this. Obviously, that's true. Brees Hall spoke after as well. He said, quote, this whole season has been frustrating. I'm motivated every week. I worked my butt off this offseason to come back from my injury. I expect to be one of the best in the league, and I couldn't really show that the whole season. I just tell everybody, get your laughs in now because it's not going to be like that in the near future. We're going to do a lot better. Well, I sure hope so. It would be tough to do a lot worse. Garrett Wilson spoke on getting over 1,000 yards for the second straight season. Quote, I would have loved to do it in a win. It means a lot to me. I worked my whole life to be in this position, to get myself this opportunity to go out there and play. It's taken a village to get me to where I'm at right now. I'm just thankful for everyone that's coached me, my parents, my brothers, anyone that's an impact on me, because this is a culmination of them. This is special to me and something that down the road, I'll be able to tell my kids about and give them something to be proud of. I sure hope so for his sake, because Walter, I definitely do not want this to devolve into a situation where Garrett Wilson, a year or two from now, is asking for a trade out of town because the Jets couldn't figure out how to build a winner around him. I also wanted to touch on what Aaron Rodgers said in the pregame interview on Amazon because he talked about what he thinks the Jets need to do after the season to improve for 2024. Quote, I think we have a championship-level defense, and most of those guys are signed back. All of our good players are young. Offensively, we need to shore up the offensive line. I think Brees Hall had a fantastic season. I like Izzy behind him. Need to add another skill position player on the outside. Not many holes. If not many holes means fixing pretty much the entire offensive line and adding at least two good pass catchers, and by good I mean above average, and by above average I mean much better than what they have right now. I don't know how that fits the definition of not many holes, but if that's what Aaron Rodgers thinks, the Jets could be in some trouble because we know he's the one that pulls the strings. We're all a little bit nervous that his idea of fixing the offensive line is going to be getting a contract for his buddy David Bakhtiari, which of course would fit his pattern. Hopefully that's not all they do if that's what they do in the first place. But the Jets have a lot of work to do this offseason to fix things. I hope they understand that and that it's not what Rogers said where they're completely underestimating the job that needs to be done. So, Walt, your thoughts on what was said by Rogers here, but also what was said in the locker room after the game by Robert Sala and the key players here. Oh, yeah. Well, to touch on what Sala said, like, you know, you have to figure things out, the penalties out. That's something that an interim head coach would say, you know, like uh-huh. Antonio Pierce with the Raiders or that Jif Gift guy, however you want to pronounce his name with the Chargers. Yeah, okay, they, they, their, their team can miss a lot of penalties. They say, I have to figure this penalty thing out. And you're like, okay, that makes sense because they're an interim head coach. Uh, but yeah, Robert Sala closing in on the end of his third season. Uh, he should have it figured out by now. But then again, like I said before, this game obviously meant zero to the Jets uh, outside of uh, you know contract stuff for the players. And it's and it's a short week. Uh, and I, you know, it's not a surprise at all that they were sloppy given that their season's over. Uh, on such short rest. Uh, so, you know, the fact that they were sloppy, um, it can't be a surprise. 
but it's, it's it's still an odd thing for for Sal to say. And in, in fact, like I, I really don't know what you say at that point. Uh, maybe just like maybe just uh, being honest and being like, hey, look, we're we're out of the playoffs. We have nothing to play for, and we had three days of rest. Like you know, can you blame us for for committing these mistakes? Like maybe you should have said that. <laughs> I think that like maybe people would have appreciated his honesty. Or at least I would have. Um, but you know, going to what you said about Garrett Wilson, it is scary because you know if you don't give him a good quarterback, and who knows what you're going to have with, uh, in the post Rogers era after 2024. Um, yeah, you think like if if he doesn't deem this is like a favorable situation, like you could be starting for square one again at receiver uh, if if you lose him. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's important for the Jets to find uh, something for the future. And, you know, we talk about getting a tackle early in the draft. Uh, and, I mean, you said this before. Like, the Jets almost have to get a quarterback round three, round four, round five, probably round four, um, you know, to have a developmental uh, piece there. Um, you know, and, and who knows? Like, maybe, maybe you get the next uh, Brock Purdy, you know. He was a seventh-rounder, obviously. But you never know. If you, if you can develop a good player um, and that, that player learns behind Aaron Rodgers, like, suddenly you'll have a good option in 2025 and beyond. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's pretty imperative for the Jets to figure out the quarterbacking situation after that, and then with um, with what Aaron Rodgers said uh, in, in terms of uh, developing this team in the off season, I, I you know I, I think that he, he wants Derek David Bakhtiari to come here, and um, if Bakhtiari comes here, that that can't be the only upgrade they make on the offensive line. They they need two, three, probably three upgrades uh, on the front. Um, they need to get some depth there as well uh, in case uh, you know. Injuries keep persisting as they have, um, so yeah, it, that that needs to be their main focus for sure. But they do need a second receiver, uh, and they need a, a tight end upgrade, I think, or, or at least a tight end upgrade or a third receiver, like a slot receiver of some sort. So yeah, they, they need all these offensive pieces. I think their defense is mostly fine. Like you know, they need to shore up their run defense. Um, so you know, maybe getting someone in the mid rounds uh, to to help in that regard is fine. But yeah, the, like almost every single resource they need to spend. This offseason has to come on offense. Uh, so, you know, it, it, what Roger said kind of makes sense, but, like, there really needs to be some a lot of stress on, on, on the blocking. Well said, Walter. Well said. Walter Cherpinski, owner and founder of WalterFootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the Jets' loss in Cleveland to the Browns, 37-20. The Jets, as I said, clinched their fourth straight season with double-digit losses, while the Browns, Clinch a playoff spot. So two teams in very different spots right now. Walt, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out WalterFootball.com, they're going to find a lot of great stuff, right? Draft, fantasy, gambling, all of that and more. Yeah, on WalterFootball.com, we have picks against the spread. We have 2024 and 2025 NFL mock drafts. Tons of draft content overall, overall, like big boards, stock reports, uh, prospect rankings. Uh, We have DFS content if you're into that. Uh, we have futures bets uh, that, we, that we add on uh, throughout the year. And then uh, once free agency starts uh, in a couple months, we're going to have a uh, race for every signing, race for every trade. Uh, in, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have race for every coach firing and, and every coach hiring as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's all at WalterFootball.com. All the content's free, so uh, feel free to check us out. And uh, once again, Scott, thanks for having me on.
Walt, as always, my pleasure. Make sure you check out everything that Walt and Charlie Campbell are doing at WalterFootball.com. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some awesome all 22 breakdowns on our channel. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes, if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, to be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.